So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's going to be again about the article from the samuelthomasdavis.com website, or actually it is not a summary. Well, it is not an article, but a summary, which is very, very, very important because it is not an article. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, 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 more after the intro, as always. As always, and as every day, and as quite every week, as every month, as every year, Maybe there's going to be something different, you know, maybe there's actually going to be something different in the future, because who knows, you know, who really knows. But yeah, and before I actually go and talk about the article and or the summary, I'm just really willing to say you and tell you that there's also an audio only version of this particular episode. So if you do not have the time for actually going through a 30 minutes episode, then please check out the podcast. Everything should be down in the description and I'm just seeing that I'm having some issues there, or I had some issues there. But, um, so please go down in the description if you do not have the time to actually watch the full video and go to the podcast, you know. The podcast is basically an audio-only version if you don't know what the podcast is, so you can listen to it, you know. You can listen to it as you would be listening to music, which is insanely amazing, you know, just because you can then walk your dog besides you're just, you know, listening to this particular episode or you're doing something else. You know, there's so many different things that you can be doing while you're listening to this. Maybe you're learning, maybe you're doing something else. I don't know, but it is way more efficient than actually watching a YouTube video, which is the beauty of it, actually, you know, which is the really, really amazing part of it. But yeah, with this being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics or SDWT podcast. I am just really pumped, you know, to go through this one and to actually talk about this great summary because it is actually very interesting, you know, it is actually very interesting and the topics and all the things that he's pointing out there, those quote-unquote secrets as he calls them or they call them because there are two authors they are great you know they are really amazing and also very very interesting yesterday you know and also the day before you know this is actually the third episode of this particular summary or featuring this particular summer summary which is you know like on one hand it is really good for me you know just because I do not have to <laughs> rewrite the description just so many times but I only can just kind of differentiate certain things or can change up certain things which is just pretty efficient for me and which is pretty just time consuming just if I would be doing it in a different way but um, yeah you know on the other hand it is maybe not really that nice for the people that are just I don't know you know that are jumping in in the third one or in the in the seventh one or whatever because yeah you know then you're not having the full experience you're not having the full exposure quote-unquote and everything is kind of like yeah you don't know really what it's all about and whatsoever so there's definitely also a downside of that but yeah um i think yesterday we've actually come up to or went to the 9 18th point or something yeah i think yeah we've actually gone through the 18th but not the 19th point or secret or statement or whatever you actually want to call it and the 19th one is, and I'm going to read it. So when people comply with a small request, they are more likely to comply with a similar or larger request, later due to their need to be consistent. 
homeowners agreed to have an unsightly billboard placed on their lawn after agreeing two weeks earlier to have a small sign placed in their window. Um, because I've actually read it before, I do really have to say that I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if this is actually a good example for that. You know, because the thing is, like, if somebody comes up to me and asks me, like, okay, you're getting 50 bucks each day, you know, when we are just allowed to give you a sign and you place it into your window or in your window. Um, I'm totally going to be, yeah, okay, you know, just do some advertising shit there in my window. I don't give a fuck, but I'm getting 50 fucking bucks for that. It is amazing. And then they come up, they come up again to me and are like, okay, you're going to get 200 bucks, you know, just in total, if we also can just put a small sign into your fucking lawn. Yeah, I'm also going to do that because obviously I might be just in debt or I might be just in need of this money. Therefore, I'm just being okay with that, which would make sense for me. But like, yeah, the thing is they haven't been talking about money there. You know, they have just never been walking, walk, <laughs> walking, talking about money there. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can assume that. You know, I, can, I don't know if, I, um, if this would make sense or something. But uh, maybe, you know, maybe it is the case. But the thing is like, yeah, you know, it is something that I've been talking about just ages ago, or it just feels like ages ago, that when you ask someone and he or she says yes, that the probability of she or she, he or she saying yes again is relatively high, which uh, might be a common tactic. I don't know. Please don't just, I don't know, judge me on that or something. Um, it might be relatively common, but it might also be just a relatively uncommon thing. Like maybe in marketing people use it like, okay, are you in need of just a new car? You know, do you want this and or that car? You know, I don't know. Like the goal there is to actually make this person say yes as many times as possible, you know, because then the probability and or the chance that he or she is saying yes to one of your requests requests is, is way higher than if she said no or if he said no, which is, I think it makes sense, you know, to some degree and, you know, through common sense and through just thinking about it, I guess, you can definitely also kind of um, relate to that maybe, but yeah, but yeah, this is just what popped into my mind, you know, this is what I've been thinking about, this is what I have seen or something, I don't know, <laughs> the 20th one, you know, the 20th one with the influencers, well, no, it is not about influencers. So to influence or per persuade, I'm always just talking about persuasion, like to pursue something, like pursuing your dream. I always mix it up with this one. You know, I don't actually know why, but it is might be because it's like just relatively similar. Like actually not, but you know, pronunciation and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> so to influence or persuade others, label a trait attitude, belief, or label to a person and then make a request of that person that's consistent with that label. Just be before I'm actually going to read this example, and I do hope that you haven't read the example as well, because, um, yeah, or if you're, on the, if you're on the video or if you're watching the video, then, yeah, I hope if you're on the podcast, there's definitely not going to be any way you were able to. But yeah, the thing is, I've been seeing this before, you know, it might have actually been an influence, you know, Robert B. Cialdinis, who is actually the co-author of Yes, an exclamation mark, which is this book called, or this book called Is Yes. The book is called Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Influence is a very famous book, 
and it is a, also a very good book, you know, as far as I can remember, because I've went through it, I think also as a summary or something, because I've definitely not read it, but it seems to be a pretty great book and also a pretty interesting one. But the thing is that if you, or it might be in another book, I don't know, like, yeah, might have been another book, might have been just actually influenced, but I really don't know. The thing is, if you tell someone, like, so, like, you're labeling somebody, like, you're gonna be like, okay, I know that you're just a very, very generous and nice person, could you please do this and that for me? Then the likelihood of this person actually doing this is very, very high, you know, because they actually wanna they actually want to be this person, you know, if it is something negative, I don't know, and I also don't think so that they're actually going to do this, but, you know, if it is actually something that they also want to be, you know, if it is like, okay, you know, I know that you're just a very, very generous and nice and, yeah, good person, could you please give me this apple, or could you please give me a piece of your apple, then, uh, yeah, the likelihood, as I said, is very high, or higher, at least, that they're actually going to do this, or that they're actually, that they actually going to follow your re request, just because they want to be this person, or they want to be what's just what you're talking about, like, generous, and nice, and whatever I said, kind, all those things, you know, but let's actually see what they're talking about, because it might be something different. Potential voters were 15% more likely to vote in an election when researchers labeled them as above-average citizens. I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, like, being just, I don't know, you're a real Republican or something, or a real Democrat, please vote for me. And in the end, you're not. It's going to be a fucked up situation. You know, it's, it's not going to be good. Because... They're going to label you in a way that you are not, unless they clearly, like clearly 100% know that you are a certain party. Then I think it could actually work, maybe. But this is something different, you know? This is actually... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. It is about general... Um, general elections. You know, it is not about any party. You know, it's not about any votes for any party. But it is about the election itself, which is really important because I think then it is basically the exact same thing as I said, because maybe people assume that only just above average people are voting, you know, it might even be the case that in the States or wherever this study was made, that people are also not going to just the elections and um, in general voting as often as they should be, like it is in Austria, which really fucks with me, because the thing is like, yeah, you know, we have a democracy which is nice, which is really amazing. A lot of people don't have that. And also a lot of people and or countries do not have that. You know, it is something very, very amazing. Something we all can just appreciate and we all should be grateful for. The problem is that still a lot of people are not voting. They're not going to vote just because, you know, just because they are lazy, just maybe because all the parties, because we have just like seven or eight parties to choose from, they all maybe are not just really that good, like just somehow mediocre or somehow like just, I don't know, maybe they're sure they share like a half worldview with you and not like just all the 10 that you're having, maybe just a half of them, you know, each party. And then I can understand it if it is really like, okay, no one is really having the same exact worldview as you're having, even though I don't know how likely that is. 
But most often it is just because people are lazy. And I really don't like that just because, you know, we have the opportunity. Like, we have the opportunity to vote, so why won't we vote? You know, this is one of the just relatively rare occasions when we, you know, as a just as a as a as, as citizens can actually decide something. Actually deciding something that's heavily influencing the country and the country's economy and the country's behavior, if you can say that like this, I don't know, but it definitely changes the country to some bit or to some degree or in some bit or degree. But yeah, like, this is my rant on voting. <laughs> Literally, like, really. Um, please go voting. If you can go, you know, if you're just having the, uh, if you're having the right to go, just go vote, please. Because I don't know what it is being like in your country or what it is in your country, because we can vote just uh, when we are 16, you know, up to just like till you die, basically. But it might be different in your country. So please go vote when you can go and vote. Please. Yeah, would be nice. The 21th, the, twen the 21st, the 21st, I'm sorry. <laughs> the 21st, when people are asked to predict whether they'll engage in a socially desirable behavior, by the way, I'm very sorry. I haven't seen it. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Um, so what did I see? So when people are asked to predict whether they'll engage in a socially desirable behavior in the future, they will feel compelled to say yes because that's, that's what wins social approval under those uh, under those circumstances, yeah, of course, you know, you're not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be a fucked up piece of shit in the future because everybody would think, and this is still unfortunately something that a lot of people are caring about, that, uh, yeah, what actually people think about them, that they are then going to think that you're a piece of shit, you know, because you're just not going to be like engaging in a socially desirable kind of behavior. The thing is, in general, it's something that I've seen somewhere else. I don't know where, you know, I don't know when even. But the thing is that people in general are like very likely to be relatively optimistic and positive about the future, but not necessarily about the present, which is something really interesting. You know, maybe it is because they just have the time to actually do something good or to, to just change their behavior or change something to the good. It might be because of that. It might be just because uh, they're completely different reason. But the fact is that people are actually very, very optimistic about the future, um, just compared to the present, which is interesting in my point of view at least. Um, so further, after most, if not all, of these people have pub publicly publicly uh, publicly stated that they'll perform the socially desirable behavior, they will be motivated to behave consistently with the commitment they have just made. So a restaurant owner reduced the percentage of no-shows of no-shows? Of no-shows by having his recep receptionists change what she, what she said from please call if you have to cancel to will you please call, will you please call if you have to cancel. So it is a question, you know, like a statement and a question. And then, ah, I see, you know, because they actually had the problem with, you know, people being like, okay, 
I'm willing to have a table, can I please get a table for a Monday afternoon? And then they just don't come. And it's definitely going to be just some fucked up shit for, for those people. And also for the restaurant, just, yeah, you know, because they are not able to make any money because of this one table or with this one table, because it is reserved for somebody, somebody that is not actually attending their reservation, basically. The thing is, if you just ask, like, okay, will you place, like, will future, very important future, will you place, or will you please, I'm sorry, will you please call if you have to cancel? It's like a question. They're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Rather than please call if you have to cancel. It's, it is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. I think just, just as I'm kind of thinking about it, just as I'm receiving it, just as I'm just talking about it as well, Will you please call if you have to cancel? It's definitely something, at least for me, you know, for me, it feels just way more like personal, like way more just a question for me, like it is something that people say to me, to me in particular, and it is not like, okay, just a statement that people just say, you know, but I guess the tonality, the tonality there also really, really matters, you know, because in general it really matters, you know, because it just matters, because it can just... It can let something sound very, you know, very generous. It can let something sound very arrogant. It really makes a huge difference. It really does. Pretty interesting thing, to be honest. You know, and also something you have to look out for, you know, because, yeah, just the exact same statement, the exact same thing that you want to communicate could be just something completely different just because you have been, like, yeah, you know, because you have you have had a weird tonality, you know, because you have just said something, maybe even not just on purpose, but just because it happened, which which also happened to me as well, um, just because it happened to just sound a little bit different than you actually wanted it to sound. Could be the thing, you know, could actually be happening. You know, it happened to me. Therefore, yeah. The 22nd one. Commitments that are made actively, like writing down goals, have more staying power than those that are made passively. When students completed a form starting or stating they were willing to volunteer, they were more likely to appear as scheduled. You know, compared to them just, you know, being like, okay, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna volunteer there. It, it makes sense. You know, the thing is, if it is a form, you know, and if it is something that is just from a school or something, I assume or from your university, and it is something like uh, just, I don't know, like just an official form, like it is something that is just by law or something, then of course you're going to come, you know, because you can get fucked because of it. But if people are like, okay, just verbally being like, okay, will you come please to this just volunteering thing? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I come just because you want to just let them shut up, which happens then, uh, yeah, you know, you're not going to come, you know, because you clearly didn't want to do anything. Maybe also because, you know, which is just the quite opposite of having something written down. Maybe just because you think like, okay, nobody's going to just be mad at you. But if it is something that is like a form, like just somehow like a contract as I'm thinking about it, then, yeah, you know, it might be something completely different. You know, you might be feeling about it completely different, you know, as I'm just kind of receiving it as I'm just going through those scenarios you know me sitting in classroom and just writing a fucking form or filling out a fucking form you know it definitely feels different you know than saying something verbally the 23rd one to increase the likelihood that people will remember and carry out the commitments they make ensure that the request is accompanied with prompts that help people to create a concrete concrete plan for when 
for where, when and how they will go about accomplishing what they have agreed to do. Voters were more likely to vote in an upcoming election when they were then asked how they planned to travel to the polling station on election day. 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 Really interesting. Really interesting. But but I'm gonna just ask what... I'm gonna just read this, uh, well, statement was secret again. So to increase the likelihood that people will remember and carry out the commitments they make, ensure that they request that their request is accompanied with prompts that help people to create a concrete plan for where, when and how they will go about accomplishing what they have agreed to do. Yeah, it, yeah I, I don't know, but it just somehow feels like and also just sounds like that would just work. You know, and it is something different than just being like, okay, will you come to volunteer with me and whatever? Rather than, okay, on Monday we're gonna just volunteer. Do you remember? How will you come to the trainway station? Will you come by bus or will you just, I don't know, ride on horseback? I don't know why, but maybe you're doing this, you know, maybe. Who knows? The 24th one. To ensure that the marketing message is persuasive, persuasive. You need to free people from their previous commitment, but also avoid framing their previous decisions as a mistake. The most productive way is to praise the previous decisions and describe it as correct at the time they made it, pointing out that the previous choices they made were the right ones given the evidence and information they had at the time can help to free them from their commitment and allow them to focus on your proposal without the need for loss of face or inconsistency. This just... You know, as I'm just thinking about it, it is just about being generous, isn't it? Like, it is just generous to say, look, okay, or you're just seemingly understanding the other person. Like, yeah, I can understand you. You know, you made this choice because you had this information, because you did this and that, but now it is something different. You know, now you have actually just different information. You have more information. You have other options. You're having my product and my service. And, you know, this is what my service is able to do and, and whatsoever. It just really feels generous for me. You know, it just feels very kind for me. You know, even though just in the end, you're just expecting something to happen, which, yeah, might be just human or not. I don't know. The thing is like, yeah, it just feels pretty generous and pretty nice and pretty like forgiving even to some kind of degree, even though it doesn't make any sense. But it just also seems to be like this. The 25th and the last one for today a person who has already performed a favor for another is more likely to do another favor for the other than if they had received a favor from that person. Brain fuck. Benjamin Franklin won, uh, won over a rival, or rival legislator by asking to borrow a rare book from his library. So a person who has already performed a favor. So if you just... Okay, who has already performed a favor for another one or another is more likely to do another favor. So if you just do a favor for somebody else, you're more likely to, to do a favor for the other one than... Does it mean like, okay, you're more likely to give a favor than you actually are likely to, to just receive one? So Benjamin Franklin won over a rival legislator by asking to borrow a rare book from his library. 
ah, I see. Like it is, you know, as I was thinking about it, you know, it might have been like, okay, Benjamin is like, whale, you know, hey, rival, hey, Slater, can I get a book from you? A pretty rare one, please. And he's like, mm, but yeah, you know, you can have it. Like, it is fine, have it, you can read it, but please give it back to me tomorrow. And then there's just some election or whatever it was. I don't fucking know. I don't know the system, actually. Then they were like, okay. Benjamin is like, well, like, not not, not as obviously as I'm just going to tell it, but could you please let me win? And he's like, well, you know, I gave you my rare book. You know, I gave you a favor. I did perform a favor. I'm also doing this favor of just, I don't know, letting you win. Just, you know, it is a pretty kind of tough one. I don't know if it is like on such a scale, like from zero to a hundred basically, but it might be the thing. Like, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, you know, this is actually it with, 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 with the summary. But, you know, as always, we're actually going through one question. You know, I'm picking one question from one from Quora, from a person from Quora that I'm somehow received. I don't know how it is actually working. I still have to figure it out. I haven't done it yet. I should, yeah, I definitely should. But, you know, let's actually have a look. Let's actually have a look on, on these questions. And you also can just tag me on Quora if this is something you can do or hit me just up on social media then I'm obviously and for sure gonna take one of your questions and uh, review it, talk about it, whatever I'm gonna do. I don't know. But yeah, one, two, three or quite nothing. Let's actually go to the, the top and let's... One, two, three. Um, well, uh, let's actually take it. So what is your favorite fiction book I should listen to? How do you, how do you prefer your books? Is it like, you know, how do I prefer to consume them? Or something else. But my favorite fiction book, you know, if it is about English, you know, it is an English question, so I'm going to answer it with an English book. It's probably going to be George Orwell's 1984. There is still... Another very good book that I've read in German, which is Nicht weit vom Stamm, from, I don't know, and also a Millionaire from Tom, what is it called? Tommy Yaut, I guess. And also just all the other books from Tommy Yaut. Maybe there is even a, an English translation. I actually don't know. Could be the thing. I really don't know. But those three books, and especially George Orwell's 1984, have been really good and really great and also very, very interesting and very yeah, dramatic and whatever, even though I unfortunately didn't get the whole story from 1984, just especially the end part of it, but it still was a very enormously good book, really a good book. I could definitely just, yeah, I could definitely suggest it to, suggest you to read and or listen to, because I've actually listened to it on YouTube, you know, there is just some free audiobook there. I don't know if it is that legal. I don't know if it is still available. I guess it is. Maybe it is even just some, some public shit. You know, maybe there is actually some, some public domain audiobook from 1984 just because it is relatively old and whatsoever, but it is a really good book. Um, so, oh, what book should I listen to? I'm very sorry. You know, you, you can listen to George Orwell's 1984, the other German ones. I don't know if there's actually some audiobook version of them. But um, I guess Tommy Yout's Millionaire and uh, like, I don't know, Hummel Dumm and whatever there is from him, they all are available also maybe on Deezer, you know, example 
or for example, Millionaire is available on, available on Deezer for free, completely for free with some just advertisements and whatever, but it's for free apparently. And uh, yeah, the other ones I actually don't know. But yeah, um, this is going to be the end of the episode, I guess. You know, this is going to be the really end. I really have to thank you for going through this with me and I hope that you've liked it, you know. And if you've liked, please subscribe to the podcast and also subscribe to the YouTube channel. It would really mean the world to me, like really. You know, I'm putting just quite some work into what I'm doing here. Um, but yeah, I wish you the best health, of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself how you're going to be remembered, you know, just because... Like, yeah, you know, it is your legacy and I think you are willing to be remembered as a good, just, person. And even though the thing is, no matter how nice you are, no matter how just generous and whatever you are, there is still going to be someone that doesn't like you or dislikes you and maybe even hates you. And something else that I'm willing you to just think about is your purpose. So why are you here? What are you trying to change it? What is something that is bothering you the most? These three questions might help you with that. And also maybe just, you know, lead you to business idea. You know, because often business ideas started with something that pissed this particular person off. But yeah, I wish you the best. And thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. It is insane. Thank you. <laughs>